Tonight's crestfallen edition of the Bill Simmons Podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network is brought to you by Spotify, which has the best podcast listening experience around. Change your speeds, check out their charts, discover new podcasts only on Spotify. We're also brought to you by Bacardi Spice Rum. Spice up your game day all week with a delicious Bacardi Spice Dark and Stormy because there's sports basically every day this week. A refreshing take on a classic. Just mix Bacardi Spice Rum with ginger beer lime. Enjoy. Bacardi, do what moves you. Drink responsibly. Bacardi USA, Coral Gables, Florida. Rum with natural flavors and spices. 35% alcohol by volume. Meanwhile, this football season, well, it's different. Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. It's the refreshment you need to power through game day. Pepsi, it isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. A lot of sports this week. You can read about them on TheRinger.com. You can also check out The Ringer NBA show, which will be going all week. Ringer NFL show going all week. Some gambling advice, all kinds of things there. And then uh, The Ringer fantasy football show. And you can even check out Baseball Barbecue if you uh, want to get ready for the playoffs. So we're, we're this, is, this is our time. Even though it, it was... Basically, sports was in hibernation for months there. Now it's all happening at once. We're trying to cover as much as we possibly can. Coming up, Cousin Sal and I will talk about Celtics heat and the NBA finals, and then we'll do uh, week three NFL, guess the lines, and I'll probably start drinking. Pearl Jam, coming now. All right, taping this a little before 8.45 Pacific time, Sunday night. Bizarre weekend. The Celtics won a playoff game on my birthday, and now the Celtics season <laughs> has ended right as we we're about to do Guess the Lines with Cousin yeah. Sal. I don't, I, I'm i just completely discombobulated. I'm rattled. You might have to carry me on this one, Sal. I like this. Two weeks in a row, two Sunday nights in a row. You're you're bummed beyond that, and you actually do look bummed here. Uh, but they did win on your birthday, and they're not even the better team, so that was nice of them to do. I know. At least they made it clear that uh, that Miami was the better team with how they rolled over in the last five minutes. It's yeah. tough. It goes back to those first two games. They lose both of them. They should have split. And then you're in a situation where you basically have to beat Miami five times to win the series, yeah. which rarely works. And Miami, you know, the thing that's great about them, they can just get it from somebody different quarter to quarter, half to half. Iggy hits five threes. Iggy's back. Back yeah. in the finals. Out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> Bam was the best player in the series. It was great. And the Celtics never had an answer for him. And I don't really know what happened the last five minutes. They were up 96-90. And then basically got annihilated from that point on. And this is like, you know, with, I don't know, six minutes left. I don't know yeah. if the zone wore them down. I don't know if the zone keeps Miami fresher. So that they have more energy at the end of these games, or what's going on? You don't, you could care less about either of these teams. What did you say? I don't. It does seem. I don't know what keeps them fresher, but they do seem exactly that fresher, right? They got. They just have guys who go at it nonstop, and it seemed like you panicked a little. Your guys at the end, even with like a three or four or five point lead, started shooting threes, came out of your game a little bit. But uh, like you said, the the better team won. A lot of nice storylines here, I think, for my people. Bummed that it's not Boston and uh, Lakers, but 
Miami Lakers, fun storylines, right? Pat Riley seemed super bummed, almost as bummed as you, um, that Miami, when they showed him with the mask, looked like he was going <laughs> to fall asleep. He's like, I don't, <laughs> don't want to play the Lakers. Does this mean we're going to lose in five? But I actually think it's going to be competitive. I think it's going to be really competitive. We're going to do guest lines in a second. It was weird. The Celtics came unglued and they were, you know, you could say, well, they were a young playoff team, but Miami had a lot of young guys too. Yeah. I, I think the difference was they just, you look at like fourth quarter game one and game two, those last like three minutes. And then the last five minutes of this game, and that's the entire series. Cause they, the two games they won, they played way better. Hero wins game four. He has like this out of body experience, and you throw that one out. Mm-hmm. But then Miami won the won the true playoff games, the the nitty gritty ones, and made all these different hustle plays, wore them down. Celts got discombobulated, and then you start looking around. Football's like this too, where you you just start crossing off on your list guys you don't trust anymore. Who's you know, our guy? Like, yeah, Hayward by the second half, I was like, this guy's a carcass. Like you know, as good as he was the first game when he came back, when he. I, I don't know whether he re-injured his ankle or what, but he Stevens is what his biggest blind spot as a coach is he doesn't seem to recognize when Hayward's completely useless. So he's done. Kemba gets the fouls early and in the fourth quarter just completely unravels and mm-hmm. does a whole takes dumb shots. He had dumb fouls that whole game. And then Smart took 22 shots. Yeah, too much. You told me before the game, Smart's gonna take 22 shots. I would have been like, well, we're not gonna win. No, of a chance. So, well, what what was different though? I mean, you said did did the Heat figure out Hayward? Was there tape on them? Because I think it was a week ago that Hayward was in the lineup, and that was the most momentum I think you guys had, right? When yeah. they won that game, his first game back, and you also were a different team. Like you had won nine out of ten first halves. You had the lead in the first half, and it was just a matter of like I thought maybe just energy or something. But you were blowing it down the stretch. The last three games weren't like that at all. You know, you didn't have the lead. You had to fight for it. You're, in fact, losing at half a couple of those games and uh, didn't have enough in the gas tank at the end. Yeah, the dirty secret of the first five games is Miami didn't shoot well and they were up 3-2. Mm-hmm. And I was saying this after Friday night. My dad and I were looking at the stats because my dad was here this weekend. And you look at the stats, you're like, how are we losing this series? You know, not only are we outscoring them, obviously, but Miami's not even shooting well. You go down yeah. the line, it's like, well, none of their guys are really playing Right. Higher at a higher level than they normally play. They're if anything, they were a little bit lower. But yeah. that's what makes them great. They could steal quarters and they could steal stretches. They could really ratchet up the defense. I think they're a really good team. I don't feel any shame, you know, losing to them. They're saying I'll kick myself over game one and game two for the rest of the summer, but the summer's over. So I guess I don't have to kick myself. Yeah. But uh but I think they're going to be a really tough matchup for for the Lakers. And we do let's this. do guess the lines, and then we'll okay. talk about it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, well, we- I guessed uh, on Twitter, I put it out there, I thought the Lakers would be, I was really impressed with Miami. I thought the Lakers would be minus 270 to win the series. What did you think? So I jacked that up to minus 320 for two reasons. The mm-hmm. Lakers are about as public of a team as you can get, mm-hmm. especially coming off of, LeBron was, I, it was one of the best games he's ever played in game five. He, right. he is as locked in. There's been times like, people were like, that's the best. Season. No, he's over the years has had stretches or games where he's looked as good as he did in that game. But right. he was so locked in on both ends. I really loved the defense he was playing, especially yeah. in game five. Like he was just, 
I, you get this feeling like he can smell it. So I'm bumping my guess up on that. I said Lakers minus 320. That was smart. And Fandle, our friends at Fandle, have it at all the way at minus 370 for the Lakers. Hmm. Um, and so what are the Heat? So the Heat are plus 290. And that game one, which is what, Wednesday, is uh, Lakers minus five, 217 and a half. Yeah. It might so, just be one of those things where LeBron imposes his will, but you and I like to do in-house, and it doesn't seem to materialize, but we like to do, okay, Lakers have the top two players um, from three to six. How many Lakers are there for the matchups? What would you say for this one? They, did, they get, did they get anyone in that three to six matchup? No, Bam's the third best player in the series. Butler's fourth. And, right. I mean, honestly, the Heat might have three through seven. Right. Because I would put Dragic ahead of the third best Laker. Mm -hmm. I'd probably put Hero ahead of the third best Laker. Wow. And then after that, it's all role players. You know, but they, the best thing they have going for them in this series is this zone they've figured out. And it's not mm -hmm. just that it discombobulates teams. It certainly ruined the Celtics in a bunch of different ways, but it allows them to hide their worst defenders. Yeah. You know, they can stick... Hero and Robinson, if in a normal defense situation, Celtics would have just hunted Robinson constantly. But when he was out there, the Heat are hiding him. They're putting him in the quarters. And it's going to be the same thing with the Lakers. Like, if you watch what LeBron was doing last night, they're just kind of, it's like pick and roll. Who, who am I putting in the torture chamber once I get my the switch I want? He right. can't really do it in the zone. Mm -hmm. So I think that the zone's going to help them be able to defend Davis and LeBron. But what it's going to, hurt them with is the uh the rebounding and right. also lebron's the smartest person who could ever pick apart that zone yeah probably so they have the the key guy for this final series is davis yeah if that that ankle gets worse i was just gonna say i, I don't know that lebron i don't know has he taken lesser teams than uh than it seemed like the lakers would be without anthony davis to a championship i think yeah, this but would when, be the big when you have the Davis card, as long as he's yeah. like 90% healthy, he's never had a teammate like that other than Wade in 2011. I think Miami has all these dudes to throw at him and they can throw the zone at him too, right? Mm -hmm. So they could throw Crowder at him. They could throw Butler. They could throw Iguodala. They can even throw Bam at him if Davis is out of the game. Yeah. So it's got, this is the first series LeBron's actually had real defensive players against him. Because, that, that, you know, it... it you know, it's bubble basketball, whatever. I'm not making excuses, but they played a Portland team that, especially once Lillard got hurt, but that team was terrible defensively even before they got to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Houston, they solved in two games. Right. And then Denver, not only um, wasn't a very good defensive team, especially against them, but uh, was so deferential to them. Yeah. I, I was, I, if I was Mike Malone, I would have just cut a YouTube clip of the 10 minutes of, Howard roughing up Jokic and LeBron just doing whatever he wants and sneering mm -hmm. at the bench. He'd be like, do you guys give a shit that these Anger guys them. are yeah. tougher than you and like stealing your lunch? That's not going to happen against Miami. He's not going to be able to do any of that stuff. They're not going to be deferential to him. They're going to go at him. They're right. going to compete with him. They're going to hard foul him. They're going to talk shit to him. And it's all stuff that he hasn't had to deal with yet. Not that he's going to not solve it, but yeah. at least this will be a competitive series, right? I think so. And I think if Miami wins or if they, they all of a sudden have two wins or three wins, we'll, we'll hear the comparisons of the Pistons against that Lakers 
free agent patchwork team of hundred uh, percent. Yeah, I think that'll be. Uh, I was saying that a month ago. I, yeah. The difference is their top two guys are playing much better than those O four Shaq and Kobe were playing. Like Kobe right. was just an abomination in that mm-hmm. 04 finals, and Shaq was like, it's the tail end of his prime. Yeah, Malone you and know, Peyton. Yeah, right. The way LeBron is playing right now, he's he's playing way better than either of those guys are playing. But I also think their supporting cast is probably just as bad. That you know, one thing with Miami, you can be at, like the Celts were up six on them today a couple times, right? Mm-hmm. And they're up ninety six ninety timeout, feeling great. And then Miami, you know, they can hit three threes in a row, and you're down three, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Right. I was, I was up six a minute ago, mm-hmm. and now now I have no momentum anymore. So I. You know, I just think they're a better team than than anyone any anyone the Lakers played. I thought they were the second best team in the bubble, and they showed. Yeah. Them. Okay. Good. Let's talk football. Enough All right. Shit. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's enough. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what what what, what do you want to say? <laughs> Spolstra kicked Brad Stevens' ass. I'll leave it yeah. on that. Let's take All a right. quick break. We'll talk football. Let's take a break to talk about Roman. If you've been dealing with acne, redness, dark spots, or wrinkles, finding treatment that works can be complicated. You need skincare that actually performs, but getting started can be overwhelming. Thankfully, there's the solution. Roman makes it convenient to get customized prescription skincare that really performs. Grab your phone or computer, complete a free online consultation. You'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if appropriate, a doctor will prescribe a custom blended treatment based on your skin type and priorities. You'll receive your custom skincare treatment with free two-day shipping, and you'll get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor if you need to make a change to your treatment or have any questions. With Roman, no commitments, cancel anytime. Go to GetRoman.com slash Bill, and you can try out a three-month supply of Nightly Defense for just $5. It's free to chat with the doctor. Your first order is just $5. Again, GetRoman.com slash Bill. Eligibility requirements and additional terms apply. All right, coming back. So the one game I didn't see a ton of because I was watching my basketball season slip away was uh, Saints-Packers. I did watch the last quarter and a half. What did you see from this game, from the entirety of the game? Did you learn anything? Uh, I learned that my fantasy team is not going to lose as I kicked your ass. I was down 53 points heading in with Kamara and, uh, and, and Aaron Rodgers, and I beat you. But what else did I learn? Wait, hold on. Uh, Kick, uh, kicked my ass is a little strong. Eh, I had like whatever. 142 points. That's that I right. lost. I'm not losing this league. I'm not losing. Um, okay. I think Aaron Rodgers in the, is he's more special than he ever was in that these neutral site games – are a huge advantage. I mean, I think like a one and a half point advantage, at least mm. on the spread. I mean, his hard counts that draw everybody off size because there's no crowd noise. I mean, imagine right now when you're in the Superdome or whatever, all right, throw travel aside. If they're not exhausted from traveling, Green Bay's just the better team. Rodgers runs the better offense. Maybe he doesn't have the receivers, but he's like, all right, I have Aaron Jones now. That's the best running back I've ever played with. Um, I'll make the receivers around me better. I'll do that. I'll Tom Brady those guys, and that'll be fun. And then we have the defensive players, Darius Smith, who's like, he's right up there. He's like better than Khalil, Khalil Mack all of a sudden. Like, I don't, he has like 16 sacks since the beginning of last season. He caused a fumble. And add to that, it takes the Saints just forever to get downfield because Breeze yeah. is throwing five yard flares to Kamara uh, the whole game. Um, Packers are damn good. If you don't, if you 
a lot of Packer haters out there. It's going to be a long season for them if you're betting against the Packers all year because they're good. I put them right up with, with the Ravens and Chiefs and uh, teams like hmm. that that can win like 13 games. Really good. They spent that first-round pick on the quarterback. Yeah. And everybody's like, what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. Why don't you get Rodgers some help? They actually spent the pick for the to buy a chip for Aaron Rodgers' shoulder. You're right. It's like, all right, now we have a backup. We have a future heir, heir apparent at some point. Yeah. But short term, Rodgers is just going to be like Rocky and Rocky Four after Absolutely. after Apollo dies. And I don't know <laughs> if it was intentional. Do you think that was intentional or that was an unintended consequence? No, I think they probably thought he only had a couple of years left, a few years left, and we're going to do it differently. This guy will learn from Rodgers for three years. And yeah, if it pisses him off, it'll uh, it'll work to our advantage because he's going to play great as a pissed off player. And then they got the running back in the second round for him. But that that, that doesn't seem to matter when you have like Aaron Jones on the field. So the Saints are one and two now. And yeah. Breeze put up stats today. They they were definitely stats that you could pick apart if if you mm-hmm. were like especially that long Camara play stuff like that. But um, I don't know. I don't see it with them. And they were a team that a lot of people were throwing in to the Super Bowl. But mm-hmm. Breeze has hit that noodle arm point where it just seems like teams kind of know how to how to do what they need to do against them. And yeah, they put I mean- up twenty seven today, but that felt like a lot for them. I mean, remember New Orleans beat Tampa Bay and now Tampa Bay has a game lead with New Orleans and they're probably going to beat them when they play again, uh, you know, in Tampa. Um, I just don't. We like to do that thing where, all right, are there 10 quarterbacks better than this guy? I think Breeze is like bottom half now. I think he's like 18th or 19th right now. We don't have to go through all of them, but they're not not a ton of quarterbacks. I'd I'd, um, pick him over. We point. had that game on one of the small TVs as I was watching the Celtics. And every time I looked over, Breeze was like checking down <laughs> or throwing yeah. like a five or six yarder. I just think that's who he is. Right. I, by the way, no shame in getting old, you know, because I, I, I was going to ask you about uh, who seems more secretly washed, Brady or Breeze. Because Brady, it's been hidden in these last two games they had. Right. Because last week they played Carolina, McCaffrey goes out and... He didn't look great in that game. He definitely didn't look great in the first game. The game mm-hmm. today, even though they put up points against this Denver team that all of a sudden looks like an 0-16 candidate, right. he was he missed, I thought, a ton of throws. There was one drive where he missed three touchdown passes before they actually finally got the touchdown, but underthrew Scotty Miller really badly, overthrew Gronk, and Gronk's wide open for like a 25-yard touchdown, mm-hmm. sails it over his head, misses Godwin coming over in front of the uprights for a short touchdown. Right. But he misses throws. He he still seems uncomfortable to me in the pocket, like he doesn't want to get hit. So I would say both of those guys just are at a different point of their career. I really feel that way. Yeah, I put Brady. If you know, I don't, I'm doing it in my head right now. I think Brady's still three or four or five quarterbacks ahead of Breeze me at too. this point. I agree. But all those things you said are correct. He has trouble in the court in the pocket. He's getting caught from behind, scrambling a little bit. Um, I, I don't know. It, it is weird. You look at these lines, Mike Evans, two catches, two touchdowns. Like, is that his go-to guy? <laughs> I guess he found Gronk a little more today, mm. a little more than nothing. Um, but yeah, let, let's, I want to see them play a good team again. I know you do too. Well, my hottest take of all time is that Jameis could potentially be three, and zero with the team they have, if they've oh, done all the stuff they did this year, their defense is good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think their defense makes plays, you know, mm-hmm. and they can get, 
They can get pressure. They're feisty. It's one of those teams when they're on defense and a play happens, everyone on the sidelines going nuts. Yeah. And they have playmakers. And I actually think Gronk looked good today. Let me that tell you something. By far J the best he's looked this season. For sure. Jameis could potentially be three and zero with the Saints. <laughs> they, right. they flip that. That that could happen soon. Also, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I thought one of those teams would go. I know. I, I I frantically texted you and House this morning. I'm like, and all week I was like, it's just going to be Bill and Tom. I want to root against them all year, but damn it, that's a good money line parlay. Belichick's not going to lose. Brady's not going to lose this Denver team that can't materialize like any offense at all. So, and then I woke up this morning. I'm like, no, all these money line favorites won last week. I had an epiphany. There's going to be dogs yeah. all over the place. It's going to be insane. I texted you guys all my picks, and I think I went one, six, and one in those early games. It's pretty grisly. Cincinnati, disgusting. Minnesota, disgusting. Who else lost for me? Uh, who was the, Ram oh. the Rams was the worst. Oh, the one. Rams was terrible. Yeah. We're going to get to terrible. some of those in a second. Yeah. The I, the one thing House does this podcast with Warren Sharp and Warren mm. Sharp was making fun of him about having the anchor because House, me and House do the same thing where we have the one team and like eight bets. Right. Yeah. So House got screwed with the Colts in week one and Sharp's like, that's the worst thing you do. You want to diversify. <laughs> so this week I had the cards initially tied with, I had them in million dollar picks in my uh, tees, but I also had them in a couple picks as right. well. But for the first time I was like, you know what? I'm going to diversify. And I diversified with the Bucks as the other team. So I did a, I had a Bucks Raiders tease. I left the mm -hmm. Cardinals out of that. So I ended up, I, it was, it was half as bad as the cards collateral damage would have been because mm -hmm. of the diversifying thing. So now what I realized is the anchor system is actually really dumb. And one of the, <laughs> one of the many reasons I'm bad at gambling. <laughs> right. We're bad. I mean, that's yeah. uh yeah, that, that, that's a uh, secret. All of a sudden. Wow. Bucks Raiders teaser, huh? You're going against Going no, not Bucks, Bucks, not Bucks Raiders. Oh, Bucks uh, Pats. Bucks, Bucks, Pats? Bucks Patriots. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that seemed easy, and that's probably the only thing we uh, we should have done. Why the hell wouldn't we do that? But that was a typical Belichick. I don't know if you want to talk about that game, but that was just a classic SmackDown Belichick game, right? Raiders, short week, going cross country, celebrating a big Monday night win, angry Belichick off a loss, and then just dumped down to all any running back you can lay your hand on. Burke had scored three times. A little cheating along the way, that fumble by Jacobs. Not, you know, feel like yeah, he jumped it on it fishy. there. So it, it had all the elements of a, a Belichick game. And um, yeah, they're right back in it. They killed the Raiders you know, on any kind of teaser. They had uh, a three-headed running back thing going on with this un undrafted rookie, Taylor. Yeah. Little guy who my dad loved. Who my dad, and I put a couple <laughs> of the videos on Instagram before the game. My dad was like, they got to give Taylor a chance. I'm like, really? what are you talking about? Taylor, <laughs> the little guy. He's like, yeah, I'm telling you. And he really gave him a spark. And then all of a sudden, Sony, I think realized he was going to get waved if he didn't pick it up. Yeah. No good. kidding. Burkhead was awesome. And, mm -hmm. uh, and it's just, a, it's, it's a classic Belichick team. Yeah. There are these sure. dudes. One guy made a play today and I, I didn't know who it was. And I feel like I follow my team as well as probably you know, in the top 99 percentile. And there was some wide receiver that came in and I was just like, I, I when did we, <laughs> when, it, my dad was like, no, it's a practice squad guy. I'm like, all right. Didn't study the practice squad. I, I rarely disagree with Romo because it's, if you do, you don't know what you're talking about the way it usually goes. But when they're up 23, 10 and the Raiders had 11 minutes left. And I think they were at like, I think it was like fourth and four from the 17. And Romo's like, ah, I kicked the field goal here. If there's seven minutes left, it's different. But 
there's 11 minutes left. So kick the field goal, go down 23-13. And they did kick the field goal. I was like, damn, you just, this is still the Patriots. I know it's not Tom Brady's Patriots right. offense, but they're not done scoring. They're not mo done moving the ball. Yeah, there are 11 minutes left. That's why, it's exactly why you have to go for it there because they're going to score at least once more. And uh, if, if the defense doesn't score, you know? So um, I don't know. I think... Uh, when when you look at that, I, I wonder if people were war, war, more worried about Brady's offense uh, holding a lead than Cam's, and I don't see much of a difference right now. Cam was pretty bad for the first hour, and mm -hmm. then all of a sudden he was fine. Yeah, it was the first like kind of rocky stretch we had with him, mm -hmm. where he he made a couple of dumb passes, stuff like that. I gotta say, I I, I never I never wavered. I was in. I was like he'll. It's like my dad and I were going back front of the like, He's got it. It's fine. He's got yeah, it. Why not? Cam. Yeah. He's he's looking good. Like because the ball was coming out. He was just like a little inaccurate stuff like that. But it's also Derek Carr. He's not going to light you up for for three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. So Romo was doing that thing where he clearly Jason Witten had given him a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of given a lot of Raiders love, telling Intel. him how great the culture was and stuff. Right, Romo's right, right. just parroting Jason Witten. Meanwhile, Jason <laughs> Witten's like barely playing. Uh, <laughs> We had something significant happen today. We did? Yeah. It was um, the Trubisky Truthers. Uh, they uh, they were living in a warehouse in Delaware. That was the main <laughs> headquarters. And yeah. they just cleared out. There's nothing left. I Zoomed with them almost every week. The Trubisky I know. Truth. I was one of them. It's over. So final record for Mitch. He was 25 and 18 as a starter um, with games. He actually finished 0-1 in the playoffs. And it, to my to my knowledge, became the first quarterback ever to get benched for a team that became three and zero. Yeah, probably that can't that could not have ever happened before. And it's weird though. I, you're gonna kill me for this because the result shows that they did the right thing. But I thought it was a little premature. I know it was twenty six ten. What were his numbers? Were they that bad? They were. Uh, I still have them here. He I had think. a bad. He had a bad pick. That's what right. it seemed. All right, so he was 13 for 22, 128 yards with a touchdown. He had a pick, he had a run, he had a 45-yard run. And more than that, he, I would be like, hey, coach, give me a chance. This is where the Falcons blow it all the time. Just let me stay in. Anybody could win from here. I'm just making it interesting. And uh, sure enough, Nick Foles went in there, 16 for 29, 188, three touchdowns. Big and, kick, uh, Nick. Oh, my God, those Falcons. Dan Quinn, I don't know what you're doing tomorrow, but uh, <laughs> do they have a yeah. anymore? I'm not sure how it's going out here. That's the ticker, rough for him. He'll be on the ticker, it feels like, tomorrow. Yeah. They, those two losses together, the odds were like better that the entire team got hit by lightning or something than blowing, right. blowing both of those games combined. I Here's what I think the Bears coach, I think here's what I think his thought process was. Mm -hmm. He knew Atlanta was probably going to blow the game no matter who the quarterback was. And he was like... He wants to start full. Yeah, if Mitch... If Mitch comes back from this, I'll never be able to get rid of him. This will be right. his second come from behind win in three weeks. Mm -hmm. And now I'm stuck with him at least until Thanksgiving. So I'm, but if Foles can get this against this crap Atlanta team, right now, now, now that's it. There's no looking back. Mitch goes yeah. sitting in the sidelines, but Foles was good. I mean, even he, what did he have? Three touchdowns, but then yep. there was that other touchdown that Allen Robinson caught and then it got challenged right. and overturned and it turned out to be an interception, but really he threw four touchdowns. Yeah. Now they're not bad, the Bears. I really don't think like they're a full of shit teams that you just you're just like we look at them at three and oh or two and one, like, all right, that's gonna that's gonna be six and eight. 
after 12, uh, 14 weeks. But some of these teams can propel their bullshit to a nice little record, and you don't need to be super good to make the playoffs, right? Like nine wins could get you in the playoffs. Bears already have the third of the way there. They could be the team. Do you know how many 3-0 teams are, are alive uh, right now without looking? 3-0? and uh, Six? You looked. I felt like no. I swear to no. Was it? Hey, you looked. Yeah. Bills, Steelers, <laughs> Titans, Bears, Packers, Seahawks, and then one of Chiefs, Ravens. Unless there's a tie. Mm-hmm. So I would say, out of those six three and teams, the Bears are the flimsiest. Mm-hmm. Titans probably a close second. Right. Titans are three and zero and zero and three against the spread, which I th- I think would be unbelievable if that could continue somehow. Right. Yeah. For sure. The Has old- anyone ever gone like six and zero and zero and six against the spread? I oh, don't know, like what the record is. We should look at that. I don't think it's <laughs> been that far. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I'll, be, I'll say about them is AJ Brown hasn't been in the lineup, so Tannehill will probably be better. He didn't do anything really today. Uh, Twenty three for thirty seven. Yeah, and over three hundred yards and and a pick. Couple uh, bad, couple bad plays by him in that game though. He were he looked a yeah. little Miami Tannehill ish a couple of times. Yeah, for sure. But Minnesota is is Atlanta light at this point. I mean, yeah. they that's uh that's going to be wait, do they play each other? We'll get to it. Um I think they play each other. No. Who do they play? I don't know. They, they should play, play each other. Oh, they play Houston. Oh, that one of those teams oh, is going to be all, all all three yeah. of those teams are the yeah. same team. Yeah, that's right. It's the same kind of thing. I kind of think aren't you must be as a Patriots fan kind of sick of all the the Bills praise and America's team and this team is great and Josh Allen's MVP. Also, can we forget about the MVP for just a minute? I have friends that every 10 minutes change their mind about the MVP. It's Josh Allen. It's Russell Wilson. It's uh, it's Lamar. It's Mahomes. It's Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I get a different one. Like it's like, let, let's just wait a little bit. Like whoever wins the game tomorrow night is probably going to be the front runner. And then you got to stay healthy, but we have to talk about this every four minutes. It was relevant last week because of the Russell Wilson conversation and yeah. Collinsworth's MVP vote story and all that stuff. Right. That's right. This we, week, it's not relevant. It's fucking week three. We have 14 weeks left. We then can take a break. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's try to not figure out who the MVP is. Yeah, and no it's one's talking about Josh Allen if, uh, you know, that ticky-tack pass interference call at the end doesn't get called. I'm not going to complain about any ta- pass interference against the Rams because they're owed about 50 of them for making the Super Bowl with one. But, uh, and they change the rule and everything. But that that that's one of the ones I hate, where it's an uncatchable ball. He's throwing the ball away. There's a little contact, and they call it, and they keep it going. The Bills won. It was awful. It was, I mean, so it's it was a terrible call. And I think if they had had the pass interference review thing, I would have been interested to see if it was overturned. But they lost this game on third down because mm. Allen had that weird play when he face masked the dude, which yeah. I don't think I've ever seen. He was about to get sacked, got out of the sack with a face mask. Yeah. And called they actually on the called offense. it. Never called on the offense. Yeah. So then it was like, there. what was there, 20 seconds left? And it was like third and 25? He had a third and 22 and a third and 19 and converted both. So it was a third and 22. Yeah. But it's third and 22 with the end zone. So there's only 32 yards of territory. Right, right. And somehow... They get they they get thirteen yards on the third down, and now it's yep. like fourth and fourth and goal from the nine, basically. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand how they got thirteen. The middle of the field was wide open on that play. What yeah. are they doing? They blew. Why it. did they have like nine defensive backs? 
they blew it the Rams. I don't know about these guys. I don't know why Jalen Ramsey, like he just some of these guys just take games off. Just very strange to me. The high priced uh, free agents. But um yeah, that well, so that, team, that, 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 that would have been an awful what was it, twenty eight to three lead that they blew, Shades of Falcons yeah, Pass. That's right, twenty eight three. And yeah. if they blow that game, everybody's like, Bills, frauds. Right. Josh Allen, fraud. Exactly. Yeah. And not then a, they have MVP this, talk. Yeah. They get kept alive by this ridiculous pass interference penalty. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, Bills, 3-0. Yeah. Rams, well, choked. They're at the Raiders, at the Titans, and at KC. So maybe, maybe they calm down a little bit. Maybe there's a chance. I will say, in defense of the Bills, they they do seem more explosive this year because sure. Singletary was hurt most of last year. I had him on my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. He's like playing hurt and all that stuff. He looked great today. Yeah. And uh and the Diggs thing, you know, it's a real guy. Sure. Yeah. He's so good. I think it's I think they're probably one of the teams that no home field advantage hurts them. Mm-hmm. When you think. Cause if they actually had a good team for eight Buffalo home games, I think that I think they would have been pretty unstoppable there. Yeah, they don't they can't hear the echoes of their fans smashing their heads against the tables in the parking lot. Like it's a, it must feel foreign to them to not to not have to deal with that. But yeah. I think the Rams are good. I know I they like blew that game, but I think that team is really talented on both ends. And their pass rush on that last drive. Amazing. They were all over him, and I can't believe the Bills were even able to move down the field on him. And then they have playmakers on the other end. I like there's their no, team. Their running no, backs are good, too. There's there's not a bigger lock for an individual award right now, barring injury, than Aaron Donald for Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, he's, he's so much better than everybody. So much on every play. He has an impact and makes the quarterback change his mind. Now, if the, if the quarterback's able to adjust, which Allen was today, then, uh, then they're going to put up points. But Phenomenal every drive. I don't think this that will be the Super Bowl, but I wouldn't be shocked if that was the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Which I, one? I'm just saying, Rams like, Bills. You said I'm just saying I wouldn't. It wouldn't like I wouldn't like need nah. smelling salts to wake up if that was our Super Bowl. Like oh, I, I do feel like those are playoff teams that could win a round or two. Potentially. Yeah, it'll be something stupid for sure. Dan Quinn, you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, Philly, we did not really talk about. Wow. It was almost worse than losing. We, I didn't, think talk the about they, my, we didn't talk about my team either. Well, I, but. I have them after the break. We're getting <laughs> okay. to them. All right. Uh, the, the Philly thing. Can we take the break now so we can get through it? No. I got it. Yeah. Would you, ra- uh, would you rather be 0-3? Or 0-2-1? Where, <laughs> where you lost the Bengals game because you were like, fuck it. We're going to try the 64-yard uh-huh. field goal. We don't want to. And then you don't get it. And then they said, Burrow makes a play. And then all of a sudden you lose or would you rather just punt and completely roll over and be like, we're good. We're taking this tie with the Bengals. I feel like that was worse. How about this? How much confidence are you placing in Wentz or anybody? Just go for it. Your Hail Mary against ours. It's 14 seconds left. We're going to throw one up and then you throw one up and let's right. make this fun, you know, and it will probably end the tie anyway. But, uh, Let's see what happens. Yeah, that was a wuss bag move, I thought for sure. Um, I know the the did you starts did you watch that last drive? I did. did. Watch- I was I had the Bengals. I had all these money line underdogs. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, the Eagles. I think had it on like the 39 first down with like two minutes left, mm-hmm. or maybe a minute and a half, something like that. And maybe it was less. Maybe it was like a minute 15. I don't remember. But they started playing for the field goal like they were on Cincinnati's 10-yard line. Mm-hmm. They ran. They're like setting the ball up on the hash marks. It's like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, then, right. 
Then it ends up being third down. They have no timeouts left, so they have to throw. They don't get it. And then the kicker comes out. It's like, cool. I, I guess I'll have to make this 59-yarder. Yeah, you right. You guys couldn't have gotten me any closer. Thanks they a lot. delay a game. Yeah. Now it's a 64-yarder. He's like, ah, I'm out. I can't. Not it's out it. of my rage. Yeah. And then oh. they punt. Hey, it was one, that was one of the worst sequences I've ever seen. I get the sense that the Eagles would be happy being 0-2 and 14. Like, if they could tie every game the rest of the way. Let everyone else figure out if that gets them the division or not. But I just think in general, the coaches are really uh, conservative. I don't know why. I want to see. I want to see. Like, I think it was opening drive, fourth and two. Like Zach Taylor on the forty-seven yard line. Like, make a statement here against the Eagles. Bengals. You're not gonna. You're not winning eleven games. So let let Joe Burrow free. But now they punted it. And then the Eagles come down, kick a field goal. Like, I hate shit like that. Just, just you know, these are. I think Taylor was worried because they couldn't block the Eagles at all. I have yeah. so much respect for Burrow. For some reason, I've watched a lot of Bengals. I had the Bengals money line in a in a bet yeah. today. Um, there are people who are very worried for his safety. Very, very concerned. I, I was one <laughs> of them. There. He got yeah. absolutely annihilated on that one hit when uh, he released it mm-hmm. and the nose tackle on the Eagles like just oh, pointed yeah. the shoulder. It, was, yeah. it seemed like it was like four broken ribs. He didn't come out for very long, but yeah, they got no. to him like seven, seven or eight times. Yeah, that didn't even count as one of them. Yeah. He is so impressive. He's Love one him. of the more impressive rookies. You yeah. know what would be funny, though? If the Eagles finish like 9-6-1 and one or 8-7-1 and one and your stupid team's 8-8 eight and eight <laughs> and they end up winning the NFC East because they were like, yeah, remember when we took that tie? Right. Ah, yeah. I told you. I don't, yeah, that, that would backfire on the Cowboys. But as it is now, do you see a lot of teams winning seven games in the NFC East? Do you see... Any, anyone other than the Cowboys? I guess that's why I took this loss. It wasn't it wasn't as heartbreaking for me. So I had I I had a small one on the Bengals with Washington. That's like a long shot parlay. Mm-hmm. Chase Young got hurt pretty right. early in that game, within like the first hour, and I their defense just wasn't the same after he went out. If mm-hmm. he hadn't gotten hurt, I think they could have beaten Cleveland. I think Cleveland was dying to figure out how to give that game away. Yeah. And ha- I mean, Haskins on the other end was throwing the ball. Not sure about him. Well, that's I, the thing. I, I think Washington can win eight games if uh, Alex Smith was in there. I really do. I don't. I don't have confidence in Haskins right now. Alex Smith was inactive today. I think their backup is actually uh, who's the other Allen, the one for Carolina, Kyle Allen, who played for Carolina last. I don't know if that's better, but I don't know. Maybe we see Alex Smith and that team turns around. But I don't see a ton of wins in that NFC East. That's another. It's another Jameis team. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Jameis, there's like five teams that need Jameis. I, I, Jameis, I still believe in you. Haskins, I have not been impressed with. No. Are they showing I, Jameis on the sideline? They're not showing him enough. I on think the we Saints? Need, on the, yeah, let's, I want to see him uh, aggravated. Uh, we're going to take a break and then a little more to cover before we get to the lines. Let's take a break to talk about pizza. Specifically, Pizza Hut. Specifically... Their legendary original pan pizza, no matter what you're binge watching, pizza, as you know, is the perfect companion to your favorite movie or show. Get a large with up to three toppings for just $10.99 with a craveable crust that's crispy on the outside, soft and buttery on the inside. Order now with contactless pickup where available at pizzahut.com. No one out pizzas the hut. Price higher in some locations, limited time offer, availability of contactless curbside and delivery areas, charges, and minimums vary. Delivery charge, not tip. Meanwhile, I'd like to introduce you to Bacardi Spice Rum. 
You love the classic, now you'll love the new Bacardi Spice Rum. Sip along with your friends. You can do a Bacardi Dark and Stormy. Do it that way. You can enjoy a delicious Bacardi and Cola. Maybe for Monday Night Football, whatever you want. Bacardi Spiced Rum, your choice of cola, maybe throw in a lime. What more could you ask for for a game day ritual? Tackle your weekend. Tackle your week. Tackle your Monday night when there's an awesome football game on and spice up the game with the new Bacardi Spiced Rum. Man, I, I'm going to need... I'm going to need a Bacardi Spice Rum and Cola just to get through the week of sports emotionally after the gut-wrenching Celtics loss. Bacardi, do what moves you. Drink responsibly. Bacardi USA, Coral Gables, Florida. Rum with natural flavors and spices. 35% alcohol by volume. Forgot to mention when we were talking about Josh Allen. MVP. <laughs> All right, so he's down. He's got a, he's got a score a touchdown because mm -hmm. of the score. And he's got to go against this Rams defense. Did you believe in him the entire drive? Did you believe in him certain moments going no. against him? If you had the Rams, were you scared of him? I, 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 I pride myself in having opinions on things or forming opinions. Mm. I have not formed an opinion yet on Josh Allen. I still don't know if I think he's good or if he's terrible. I yeah, can't that's decide. okay. I think that's fine. And yeah, and even when he converted, like we said, he had three, he had two third and longs, right? Third and 22. And he needed the fourth down play to convert both of these. But um, even after he converted third and 22, I still felt good with the Rams uh, with less than 10 seconds left outside the 20 yard line or right around the 20 yard line. But I'm with you. I'm, I'm the, the jury. He's definitely talented, but I don't trust yeah. him at all. I didn't, I certainly thought it was just as likely he was going to lose the game as it was. I, yeah, I wonder I if that will ever go away. No, yeah. Okay. Might not get All right. You're stupid team. Jeez. So not only did you not win, but somehow you managed not to cover, which I'm still trying to figure <laughs> out how that happened. You're where the Brutal. Seattle's down one going for the game winning field goal. And then Dallas is like, Hey, what if you just score eight points here and you win and you covered? So I don't I think like, they cool. said that. You That'd think be that, great. Yeah, you we'll, think that we'll conversation that. went on? I don't think I think they. I think telepathically it did. Really? Um, do you like your team? I don't know. Again, it's it's the blackjack dealer is holding a six and I have a four, so I don't have to worry about the rest of the NFC East right now. No, I don't like this team. I like, you know, play Cleveland next week. I'm like, we could lose that game easily. Um, Dak puts up numbers that are very misleading at 470 yards. The one thing I liked about that last drive, I mean, we could talk about the whole game, but that last drive, they had plenty of time. It's almost impossible that they basically ran out of time. I know we threw a pick in the end zone, but they basically ran out of time with three timeouts. I think they had like 14 plays. They averaged like four yards a play. Elliott had 14 targets he had 12 like he had like 24 yards receiving it was terrible there was bad field awareness they were just yeah. throwing four yard crossing routes and for Dak Prescott and the crazy thing is they have like four receivers now that could stretch the field no one knew who Cedric Wilson was before today obviously you have Cooper you have Gallup who finally uh, put a good game together and you have CD Lamb but they're throwing like four yard crossing routes to Schultz and and Zeke and it's just killing sucking time away and then you take a sack and, and you know you're, you're dead to rights. Like I, I was so happy. Mike McCarthy, I was like, okay, finally something 
good about this guy. We have three timeouts. We didn't call a dumb timeout with one minute into the third quarter on a, <laughs> because to avoid a false start, you know, at midfield. Nothing like that. Had all these timeouts and still ran out of time. And in a lot of ways, it's the same. It's just the same team. It really is just the same team year after year. What was that play in the fourth quarter when Dak, you had the the tight end eighty six was flared out, and Dak instead of like hitting him, just sailed it over his head, and Aikman was like, oh, <laughs> like Aikman like audibly groaned. But it was like a big moment. I think you had to punt after that. I can't yeah. remember what series it was, but Dak, I'm just never gonna be a hundred percent in on. He's never like locked in like the. Yeah, the Roger. He's he'll just never be at that Rogers Wilson level. Like, could it's he so be at funny. That? You you say Rogers, and I look at him. I'm like, why can't he run like old man Rogers? Why can't he just take off right. like that? That should happen more times. You know, doesn't seem like by, he wants to by design or not. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot of these guys want to, and that's fine. But don't throw three yard crossing routes when we need to score a touchdown. Your receivers are so good. Isn't it crazy? Like you're you're just all you have four receivers who are way better than anyone on the Patriots. Like yeah. way better. Cedric Wilson would be our number one receiver. He'd be like a hero in New England. Mm -hmm. We'd be so excited to have him. Um, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Your defense stinks. Really bad. Every Will year. Wilson, I didn't even really feel played that well the first half of the game. Mm -hmm. And then ended up with five TDs and would have had six if it wasn't for that stupid Metcalf play. He would have right. had six touchdown passes. That crazy. That was nuts. And what does he have? Fourteen? Is he? How many does he have through five? Is it fourteen or fifteen through through three games? I, I'll it's say fourteen this, or I, fifteen. I, I don't want to take a. Kevin Clark wrote something interesting. Um, he works at the Ringer, by the way. I don't know if you know this, but I've, he, I'm aware of his. Work. You know, yeah, he. Uh, and this doesn't take anything away from Russell Wilson, but he said something to the effect, I'm not going to articulate it uh, like he did, but Seattle has to be, the rest of the Seahawks have to be the way they are for Russell Wilson to be great, you know? Like, it's very strange that they put him in these positions to have to make big throws down the stretch, and he almost always does, but it's you kind of have to get lucky to be that kind of team. It's like, like Mariano Rivera, like you might have the best... You might not have the best relief pitcher, but because your team is only leading by one or two runs every night in the ninth inning, he's going to go out there and get like 45 saves. Whereas Fernando team might have that. Right. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's kind of, I think, what's going on. So he's he's flexing his muscles. He's like, all right, thanks for this. I'll just, you know, if I have to throw every fourth quarter to win uh, a shootout, I'll do it. And uh, he's getting praise along the way. I mean, he's they great. no pass rush and a pretty poor secondary. Yeah. And Jamal and he, Adams being out, I don't know how long he's out. He was limping on the sideline, didn't didn't play. That that just makes it a lot worse. Yeah, it's like a shootout Seahawks team this year. I like mm -hmm. it. Your team, I, I think your team's gonna be fine. You've you have too much, too many weapons on offense. It's too yeah. hard to play. As the season goes along, it's like when D backs start getting hurt and mm -hmm. teams, whatever. You guys not, I'm not writing you off yet. Thank you. Win, winless teams. Mm-hmm. You know how many we have? I'm not going to look. I'll say uh, five. So we have six, and mm -hmm. actually we have eight because the Eagles and Bengals are technically winless. Oh, interesting. Jets, yeah, Giants, winless. Texans, Broncos, Vikings, Falcons. Mm -hmm. Most likely to make the playoffs out of those six, I guess would be the, the Texans. Falcons? Oh, the Texans. All right, but now you have two. I don't know. You have a three and O team and a two and one team in the AFC South, right? 
So um, the Falcons, like they fired Dan Quinn and then Lord. go on a run. You have two, two and one teams in first place there. Uh, I actually, I, I would vote for none of those teams making the play. It's probably none of them. And the Vikings doesn't get a lot better for them either, right? No. I don't get it. I don't get it with a lot of those teams. Cousins had a weird look on his face at the end of the game that I didn't like. What did he have? You didn't like it? <laughs> I just didn't like the look on his face. He was, was kind of like, <clears throat> all right. Oh, three. Cool. Right. You, back, to, yeah. back to my own personal <laughs> bubble. You like that? Well, he's got that Jefferson guy now. Like nine catches for about 175 yards. That's that's uh, that's not Stefan Diggs. He can't, you know, he can't turn that around. I don't know. He seems to have and a Cook great. Cook really good in that game too. They mm -hmm. just they're they're so banged up defensively. They can't stop it. Yeah, they played with two two uh, backup cornerbacks. It wasn't good. All right, so I'm going to read you these eight teams again: Jets, Giants, Texans, Broncos, Vikings, Falcons, Eagles, Bengals. Which fan base of those eight teams? Which is the most bummed out fan base? Um. I, oh man, I think Atlanta. We went over it last week. We went over all, everything attached to Atlanta, everything bad. But um, this is a this is a special kind of misery they're in, right? Where uh, you can't take your eyes off the screen if they're up sixteen points, and uh, and they still haven't played the good teams that they're just going to get slaughtered by. So uh, I don't know. I don't. I think well, until least... they get rid of that coach, they're this is how it's going to be. Yeah, so I, I was going to say, my answer is the Jets. I think here's the mm -hmm. case why it's not Atlanta. Because mm -hmm. at least they have a move. They can fire the coach. Right. And then they can the, they can do the whole, you know, we probably should have done that sooner. Mm -hmm. Just seeing them on the sidelines. It's this memory of the most right. colossal collapse of football history. Now we have a fresh start. Now, yep. now it's like something bad happening followed by Matt Ryan seeing me bummed out then the cut to Dan Quinn. Mm -hmm. We're out of that vicious cycle. We could start anew. Mm -hmm. If you're a Jets fan, you're just like the the COVID could end this season right now. Right. Like the COVID outbreak is the only way you win this season. Otherwise, <laughs> it's a complete shit show. I guess you could look forward to your terrible coach getting fired, but you have the Sam Darnold thing where you actually have a little hope and he's regressed. You have no weapons. You should be tanking for Trevor Lawrence, but who the hell would trust the ownership slash front office to even do that correctly. Yeah. And uh, I can't think of one good thing about being a Jets fan. They, I, Fantasy texted me today. Frank Gore had 17 carries. He's like 37. Wow. We're, we're, like, is it, it, there's no young guy that can just trot out, at least give a whirl, be like, no. hey, let's try this undrafted guy. It's like, what is Frank Gore doing for the Jets at this point? Amazing. Yeah, you're I'm right. so confused. Yeah. I mean, they had a guy that they, they traded Jamal Adams, obviously. CJ Mosley opted out. Um, I believe now everything everyone's saying that Gase and Darnold can't coexist. That's like, no, no, they have to get divorced. No, as soon as they get divorced, they'll each lose 30 pounds and they'll get a tan and everything. They'll start that everything will work out, you know. But for now, they just can't coexist. And and so I think Jets fans, you might be right in that the ones that are holding out hope for Darnold need to see him with another coach. And that's not going to happen anytime soon. The Le'Veon Bell stuff is a disaster. Um, but the giants aren't much better. I mean, when, when are you going to see a healthy Barkley? He's, he's the cornerstone of their lineup. I mean, I, I don't know who's worse between the two of them right now. They got slaughtered. Yeah, that's, they got their asses kicked. That one's tough. Cause the Saquon thing is so depressing too. I don't know the, for some reason the jets feel at least the giants one 
Super Bowls this century? I guess. The 49ers had 40% of their salary cap on the field today. 40%. And that that was never close. I asked my friend Jim Grady if Gase is the worst Jets coach ever, which is really, (laughs) really high praise because there's been some bad Jets coaches. I, I think the difference with him, he doesn't have a single positive quality. Mm-hmm. Like Rich Kotite was terrible, but it, yeah. he was kind of funny. He had, there was unintentional comedy with him. You could do mm-hmm. imitations of him. We were talking about Joe Walton. Joe Walton used to pick his nose. We used to yeah, get like right. endless enjoyment. They would cut to the sidelines. He'd be two knuckles deep digging, right, right. digging one out. But he at least had that Gaston Oklecko team that did the, the, the right. competitive a little bit for a minute. Yeah, yeah. I just, you go down, down the line. Parcells obviously was really good. Uh, the Rex Ryan was fun for two years. Right. My father but, had season tickets for the Jets for like 15 years, and we'd go and we sit at the very top. And I can only go by people uh, who people hated the most, screamed at the most. I think Kotite was number one right there. Well, there was a really bad outgrow year. Oh, right, right, yeah, remember that? <laughs> I was going by there. Yep, yeah, that was tough. But Gase just there's the, he just he's he's a terrible coach. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like anyone likes him. He antagonizes his players. His press conferences are bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he brings to the table. Uh, I guess one other thing I had to hit was, uh, I had, I wrote down in my notebook around an hour into the late games, Kyler is my Sunday ticket MVP. It's just <laughs> so much fun to watch. And then 415, I wrote, Kyler blew my biggest tease. <laughs> I was bummed. Kyler sucked today. Yeah. He had a bad he, game. He had three interceptions. Well, that's, you know, that's in everyone's, uh, he should have four, seven they MVPs. One. They did drop one. I was impressed with Stafford. That was like, I think he felt like it was a must-win game. Having Galladay in there is a, a big difference. But um, yeah. Well, and they got their they got their first-round draft pick back too, the cornerback. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, from Ohio State. That was Kuda, yeah. But uh, yeah, you're right. They, they looked like an actual I was It was one team. of those games. I had the cards in a tease. Mm-hmm. Galladay's playing. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then it's like, you know, Akuda's in there and he's making a play early and like, oh, Jesus, the Lions are pretty good. I actually think they're, I thought they were good the first week. They should have beaten the Bears. Yeah. They're banged up last week, but um, I regretted teasing them, teasing against them pretty quickly. And Stafford, you're right, can move the ball. They had the ball. It was Mm -hmm. a tie game and they put together an awesome drive down the field. And it was like a lot of easy eight, nine, 10 yard plays. They don't really have a running game, and I'm not sure it matters for them. And well, Hawkinson, I think, is a real problem in the red zone. Fun He's really good. for him. Yeah. If people would believe me how fucking good the Packers are, you would just cross off that Lions-Packers game and just be like, all right, a lot of teams are going to lose to the Packers by a lot, which means uh, by a ton by, and makes the Lions a competitive force, I think. The Lions are a possible playoff team. I think we have... Be. We have one team in the NFC East. Mm-hmm. We have, I think, two in the NFC North, and I, I think Detroit has a better chance than Chicago, even though they're two games behind. Tampa in the NFC South, and maybe New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And then Seattle, Arizona, and the Rams, probably two. Unless Arizona, that was a fluke today, and Kyler just sucked, but it's fixable. I thought I, we liked thing, three for the West. We didn't like three? I thought we liked three, maybe four. <laughs> here's what worries me about Arizona. Yeah. Their defense, it doesn't seem like their defense can get stops. And mm-hmm. I don't know if dudes were hurt out there or what was going on, but 
Buda it Baker. was just way. It was way too easy for Detroit in that game. And I, Detroit's good. They're not that good offensively. It was, that, it was too easy for them to go up and down the field. Yeah, I, I didn't think uh, maybe they had to talk about a chip on their shoulder. I think like all of a sudden they're a six point favorite. They're at home. Maybe they kind of took a few things for granted against the hungry uh, Lions team. But we'll know better next week. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna guess the lines. All right, we're going to do guest lines in one second. Coming up this Monday, Baltimore and Kansas City, the game of the year. FanDuel Sportsbook throwing a little gasoline on this bar burner with a $10 risk-free same-game parlay for all customers. Cash in on these two high-flying teams that can really run up the score. FanDuel, the only place with same-game parlay where you can buy multiple bets from one matchup or team into a single parlay. And when all the legs of your parlay hits, you win even more than if you bet separately. And if you don't win... We'll refund your bet up to $10 in site credit. So go big for tomorrow, Monday night. I like the Ravens minus three in the first half parlayed with the under for the game at 54 and a half. I think this is actually not going to be the high scoring back and forth affair that people think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a little bit slower. I think it's going to be choppy, especially in the first half. And that would be my recommendation. But if sports betting is legal in your state, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to make your same game parlay for today. Kansas City, Baltimore. If not, play single game contests with FanDuel Fantasy. And if you're new to FanDuel Sportsbook, be sure to sign up with promo code BS so they know I sent you. That is promo code BS. Must be 21 plus and present in Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Indiana, Idaho, West Virginia, or Colorado. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Indiana, 800-9 with it. Colorado, 800-522-4700. And Iowa, 800-BETS-OFF. It's time to guess the lines. Thursday night. This is an, just an awful game. <laughs> It might be Adam Gase's last game. It's two teams that both fan bases would could say with a straight face, why are we trying to win anything? We should be trying to go in 16 and tanking for Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence. Right. Broncos at the Jets. This is rough. Driscoll, uh, Ugh. not confident. Have you written off that bet? You had the Broncos over. You've no, gone, sailed no, away. No, 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 no. We got the thin air. Teams have to go. Yeah, no, I wrote it off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's over. I have the Broncos favored by two and a half over the Jets. Oh, so you talk about cheaters. I said three, and it is two and a half exactly. And this is the last bad Thursday night game. Fox picks up coverage week five. Even though Aikman and Buck call these games, I don't understand, but it's not technically a Fox game. But, uh, yeah, garbage. I don't know. I'm not sure how you bet this. This is our first loser leaves town match. Mm-hmm. You're right. Because we start cross-offs for, uh, I think we said after week four, we would cross off a team. So there's only 14 teams to cross off this year. Right. Although maybe we, you know what? We should probably start this week because it's stupid to cross teams off after week 17. The season's already over. So maybe well, we should start cross-offs this week. There's two 0-3 matchups. Two 0-3s against each other. Uh, we could start this week. <laughs> wait, wait, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll just, we could start maybe Broncos, Jets. Who's the other 0-3 against 0-3? It's uh, Minnesota and Houston. So maybe those are our two loser, loser leaves. Maybe it's a double oh, event. Oh, for sure. Two yeah. loser leaves town matches. All right. Yeah. So whoever loses those, we're crossing those teams mm-hmm. off once and for all. You could argue the Jets. Also, whoever wins all. those is crossed off. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's a tie, yeah. both crossed up. 
Sunday's marquee matchup, Chiefs-Patriots. I don't know why they did this to the Chiefs. Chiefs playing the Ravens yeah. Monday night. And then six days later, hosting the mm-hmm. New England Patriots. I have the Chiefs by four and a half. Uh, I went higher. I said six, and it's seven. Full touchdown to your Patriots. When does that happen? I, I, that makes no sense. When me. does that happen? I haven't seen numbers on that. That's That doesn't ever happen. A couple things. Yeah. The way their Chargers look today should make us a little suspicious of the Chiefs. A little bit. And I think this Ravens game, the, the line's three and a half, and you could look at that and go, wow, it's basically a neutral field. You get an extra half point with the Chiefs. This is great. These teams are equal. I don't think they're equal. I th- Maybe they'll be equal eight weeks from now, but I didn't think they blocked well at all last week against the Chargers. They made the Chargers look like the 85 Bears. And then you watch the Chargers this week, and Bridgewater was kind of doing stuff that whatever he wanted. In a well, Melvin Ingram's out. Melvin Ingram's on the IR, and that's a big cog. And they just keep didn't losing. he get hurt last week though? They keep, uh, yeah, but he made a good play. I think he made a big play last week. Didn't yeah, they? they're they're uh, they they keep losing guys on on defense for sure. But I mean, this is one of those games where you kind of have to root. You personally should root for the Chiefs tomorrow because you don't want a pissed off. Kansas City team who kind of they have fans, right? I think they get a quarter. I'm full. rooting for the Ravens minus three in the first half is what I'm rooting for. Why think, is that? Is that your pick? Be, yeah, because the Chiefs start out. Oh, I they see. They start out slow. Right, right. I think it's everybody thinks this game's going to be a shootout. I, I just mm-hmm. don't think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a lot more methodical. I think so um, too. I think the Ravens hold the ball from them. They keep them from kind of like, you know, they try to do what the Chargers did. And, uh, they, you know, they're, they, the Chiefs have trouble defending the run. Again, this is what this is what happened at the beginning of last year. And you have a three-headed monster for Baltimore, and they're going to be able to do some damage. I just think the Ravens at this point of the season are a better team and better equipped to win this mm-hmm. game. It has nothing to do with what's going to happen in January. Mm-hmm. I would say as a September team, I like the Ravens. So anyway. Seven's too much. And then next week, we're kind of, the Chiefs. We're kind of, we're kind of a perfect upset pick in that game. We meeting the Patriots. I know, I know who he is. Yeah, good secondary, although it's underachieved so far for mm-hmm. what the potential is, and then the ability to just kind of run the ball and kill some clock. Yeah, keep them off the field. That's kind of the blueprint. That's what the Ravens are going to try to do. I can't figure out your Patriots either. I mean, I know they're smart. They're a smart team for sure, but they definitely stretch the field. Like they, when when you're doing. Uh, when you're doing deep balls from uh, from Cam to Edelman against Seattle, like maybe it's Seattle, maybe it's the defense that's that's bad, but you might have the same kind of uh, success with Kansas City. The field goal kicker is going to be a problem at some point in one of these games. He has not reared his ugly head yet, but I, I feel like he will. Can you get Kaskowski back after a slow start? Six He's for back. six today. After he reamed everybody in the rectum in week one who had the <laughs> Titans minus three. After right. he finished, finished, finished taking the rectums out. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, he's fantastic again. So Amazing. thanks to him. I have four games in the watchables. I have your Cowboys facing the Browns and Baker Mayfield, who did like a 17-set fist pump because oh, he yeah. was so excited that they polished off the Washington professional football team. Right. Calm down. Yeah. Calm down, Baker Mayfield. And maybe mm-hmm. don't be in as many commercials. Like, Why are... 
why did they do such a bad job picking the people who are in the commercials this year? I think he thinks he's shooting a commercial after every touchdown or field goal or something they show him. Like, cause, uh, yeah, the, the reactions are outrageous, but yeah. It's like uh, they show him and then it's like Kulu and Joel Embiid. It's like Joel Embiid was <laughs> out of the playoffs six weeks ago. Right, right, right. <laughs> Completely mailed in round one and they got the F out of the bubble. Right. And Why Adina, am I watching a commercial with him? Dean Menzel and uh, John Stamos and that's it. Those are six And what's players. that one where it's like, What's it's that it's that Microsoft home commercial where it's like oh yeah, yeah I'm yeah, gonna yeah, go yeah, yeah. oh 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 yeah right right hold up let it go yeah I hate hold that song yeah right I hate that song you I hate like that? that commercial oh my god <laughs> that Adina Manzel she could go away oh. there's like five of them that it's been so much sports on and they're just being flooded. Adina Menzel is killing me. Just killing me. You get it. It's not a taxidermy, right? It's a tax attorney. I've seen that commercial so many times. I now study the other lady in the commercial who's... Right. Because who, she's good in it. There's cut, They cut to her and she's kind of like dancing she's along good. a little bit. Then it goes yeah. wrong. Yeah, uh, you'd be a little more alarmed if someone was in your house that you didn't invite and that, you know, singing karaoke. But she she handled it well. I just... Uh, it's too much. I think Adina Menzel should apologize for ruining sports. Stamos too. A lot of Stamos last yeah. two weeks. <laughs> knitting, knitting the sweater Scarf, or whatever the hell yeah. he's doing. Right. Uh, I have the Cowboys favored by five over the Browns. <laughs> so that's another cheat. Another cheat right there. I said six. It's exactly five. You I put it in the too. Vegas zone. How is that game not in the Vegas zone? It is right in the Vegas zone. Yeah. This is, this will, be, this will be, this will anger me more than any game if they lose. We can't lose to Baker. There's some personalities I just can't lose to. He's one. I re- yeah, that would be tough. That That's how I felt with, with the Celtics staring at a possible loss to the Lakers in the finals. And it mm-hmm. was like, this would be so terrible to lose to LeBron and the Lakers that yeah. it was hanging over my head like an anvil. Yeah, if Odell feels, makes if Odell makes the one handed catch against us and uh, you know and slams it on the runs out and slams on the star, you're not going to hear from me for a while. I realized something today because they kept talking about watching the Pats game, the like Vegas and big huge Romo kept saying huge play for Vegas. Mm-hmm. Vegas is kind of just means other things to like this podcast to how we yeah, talk about right. football. We have the Vegas zone. You're right. Oh, they hate that in Vegas. All this stuff. I don't like that the Raiders kind of glommed onto that. And now they're, they're kind of involved with Vegas now. I don't like it. Yeah, it takes too much bang for your buck. Maybe I'd rather call them the Henderson Raiders. You know, or the Nevada one, Raiders. One Can we call them the Nevada Raiders? The Nevada Raiders makes more well, sense. I think I'm, they should I'm have to not, earn Vegas. They should have to win a Super Bowl to be the Vegas I'm Raiders. I'm much better. Maybe it's because uh, there's a, the threat of getting canceled. But I'm so much better at saying the Washington football team than I am saying Vegas versus Oakland. Right? Like I... I say open right. all the time now, but I got the Washington thing. Boom. Got that down, baby. I don't think there's a real fear of being canceled if you mistakenly forget to say Washington <laughs> by their new name, right? Who are you challenging right now? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I I call don't my daughter make Zoe. Sense of it. Yeah. I call my daughter Zoe Ben and vice versa accidentally, like twice a week. Like, you yeah. know, it's like I, I I'm not exactly like Throw mm. a no hitter every week. With they're going to cancel you too, but yeah, um, yeah publicly yeah, they can all fuck off. <laughs> That's the parent corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Titans home for the Steelers. Uh, I, I have. This? Mm-hmm. That's our second watchables. This is like 
this could be a shakies game. This feels like a round one possible Saturday early afternoon. Oh yeah. This is a two, but, three and O's though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have the Titans favored by one and a half. Come on. There's no way you get that exactly. There's no freaking way. I said three. It's exactly one and a half. That's I don't I don't like that at all. Why don't I get that exactly? I've been good all you year. You did get exactly. Who gets who picks one and a half for a line? Have you liked what you've seen from the Steelers this year? You know, they're a weird team. They um they I think they eventually dominate you. I know they came from behind and it looked like the Texans should win. And by the way, I had every underdog, so I was like, why aren't they winning? But it made sense when you looked at the numbers. They just um they just kind of dominated them. And there you go, Deshaun Watson. They're not ever, ever gonna protect them. What did they have? Uh they have four more sacks, the Steelers, against uh the Texans. And now they're running the ball. They got this McFarlane and Connor and He's got four or five receivers he can hit, you know, at 50 yards each. All of a sudden, he has a nice game, and they have nice numbers. I don't mind them. I really don't. I'm hoping A.J. Brown comes back so we could get a real feel for if the Their Steelers defense. are good or not. Yeah. All right. Let's see them actually go against somebody good. Next one is Bucks Chargers. I put the Bucks in here because I find the Bucks just strangely watchable, mm-hmm. no matter who they're playing against. The Brady thing, he's just all over the map, depending on the player, the drive. It's fun right. to see Godman and Evans and Gronk on the same team. Mm-hmm. The Ronald Jones Fournette thing's fun. I just like watching their offense. Sure. Um, I have the Bucks by four over the Chargers. Oh, you went low. I said seven and a half. It's seven. That's yeah, a little too much respect for the uh for the Bucks. Well, I think people look at it, it's Brady against Herbert, and he's good. He drove them from the one yard line, went all the way down there, and then they fumbled, but it takes them a while to get some offense going. By the way, in the uh, the FanDuel contest, the mega contest that we're both in. Yeah. Today I had the Bengals plus six and a half. Mm-hmm. Tampa minus five and a half. Green Bay plus four and a half. And your fucking Cowboys plus four and a half. <laughs> I could have been four and oh. I had 10 points. Yeah. I had 10 out of 12 heading into heading into today. And I, I could have gone four and oh. And your team decides to give up a touchdown up one. They didn't decide. They decided a lot before the game. They decided that they were going to give up that touchdown. You should have. You should have reached out to me. I would have told you that was a stay away at best. And I've I've Ravens minus two and a half tomorrow. I, that mm-hmm. was my double down. It's good. I think they won. I had the Packers double down. Herbert. He was okay. Yeah, he, a couple bad plays. I I don't know. I'm not giving him a sign of approval or a, a, a sign of the stink, anything. Need to see more. He's it a does, TBD to me. It seems weird that the better game was the one that he was uh, thrust into 10 seconds before kickoff, right? <laughs> when his starting quarterback got stabbed. With <laughs> yeah, the exactly. Yeah, that was a stabbing. I'm like, you're going to go in. You didn't see anything. Go in. Yeah. <laughs> where's Tyrod he's fine he's just trying to breathe right now Uh, there was a mistake with the needle yeah and then everyone got on Anthony Lynn before they knew about this doctor thing when he's like yeah Tyrod's our our starter um, when he's healthy like what no Herbert's like no 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 we'll get sued we'll get sued for 150 million dollars we're getting sued anyway yeah right he's got to come in for at least one game that was so bad like even Varsity Blues didn't think of that and they're trying to make ways to make the coach evil coach Bud Kilmer, mm-hmm. whatever his name was. Yeah. They didn't think of like the puncturing the lung of somebody. That's true. Last watchables game. This one's a good one. Raiders are home in Vegas for the Bills. And I also gave the one and a half to this one too. Raiders one and a half over the Bills. 
You said Raiders. Okay, that's what I said. And we're both wrong. We're kind of way wrong. Bills, two and a half. Mm, I like the Raiders. I hope that gets to three. I do too. I mean, this is going to start annoying you if the Bills win this kind of game, right? I think the Raiders are pretty good. They had a couple injuries on defense during that Pats game that seemed mm-hmm. like that set them back. They did. They, it was like a bad luck game for them. I like them. Uh, we're going to take a break, then do the rest. Quick break to talk about Gatorade. I need some Gatorade. I'm drained from that terrible Celtics loss. Jeez. For over 50 years, Gatorade has fueled the best athletes to rise to the occasion during their biggest moments. Most famously, Michael Jordan. I think Serena Williams was way up there in the famous Gatorade department. Jason Tatum, this great little playoff run he had, which basically averaged a 25, 10, and 5 for six weeks. Very proud of that young guy. You know what he needed? Gatorade. Yeah. I'm sure that helped. He was playing a lot of minutes. He was playing over 40 minutes a game from young athletes just starting to turn heads to some of the best athletes to ever play their games. Gatorade shows they're the proven fuel of the best. The best are fueled by the best. Then, now, forever, nothing beats Gatorade. Uh, the barely watchable. So I guess this technically should have been a watchable. It's, it's the Bears hosting the Colts, but there's something barely watchable about that game. I don't know why. Yeah. The Colts... They have this super slow pace and it's just, it's mm-hmm. just the most boring team to watch. They were playing the Jets today. I tried to watch as little of that game as possible. Yeah. That and left then the, the Bears, early. Yeah. The Bears now that Trubisky's gone, I don't know. I'm going to kind of miss them. I have the Bears favored by two over the Colts. I had the Bears favored by three and a half. The Colts are favored by two and a half. In Chicago. Doesn't make any sense. It's in Chicago. Yeah, you might as well call it the bear, B-E-A-R, Barely Watchables, because that, that's kind of how it's going to be, even though you have two two-and-one teams. One of these teams is going to be three-and-one. How many sad sideline shots at Trubisky are we going to get treated to during that game? A lot. Yeah, like, I'll say over, uh, I'll say three-and-a-half is the over-under. I think that's fair. Oh, I was going to say like seven. Oh, really? That many? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he has a naturally sad face. Well, I saw him in the background one or two times today, mm-hmm. and he, there's just something kind of tragic about him. Right. I uh, The backup cam is an interesting one. I think, Bill, you're on to something there. We, <laughs> we, we mentioned Jameis. They don't show enough of him on the sideline. Yeah. You know he's chomping at the bit. But I think the Trubisky cutaway, I think it has to – they'll show him once, but then the rest have to be prompted by something, like it falls to an interception or something, you know. Yeah. Um, three I'm and a half, I'll say. All right, we'll see what's, what Big Dick Nick has in store for us. <laughs> you know, Saints-Lions, I probably should have put in the watchables. But since neither of them have a winning record, I they were relegated here. They'd have to right. earn their way out. I have the Saints favored by two and a half in Detroit, and I actually like Detroit in this game if they're Oh, healthy. you're going to like them even more. You went light. I said four, and it's five. That's a Vegas zone one right there. Honestly, that's a dumb line. So Michael Thomas will probably be back though, right? Yeah, I guess he will be. So is he uh, worth like three points? No, not that many. But two, we, one, we might one and a half. I think you and I, the, they're banking on people like us thinking the Lions are back, and then they're gonna shut a, You know, they're gonna remind everybody that they're the Lions. They'll, yeah, but here's the thing: if they're getting five points, they're in garbage time touchdown mm-hmm. range, even if they're down to come 10 back with two minutes left. Yeah. That's a lot. That, that's the wrong line. That honestly, that line should be no less than three uh, or no more than three. Any, I love anyone that you get wrong has to be the wrong line. I have to suffer. Do you think here. the Saints are five points better than the Lions? Um, from what you've seen for 
the first three weeks? I don't think that. What I did think the their Saints defense. I uh, see again. You're everyone's going to base it off this Packers game, but I think their their defense is. Bad. How about the Vegas game when they got their asses kicked last week? That was six days. Vegas. Ago. Vegas has a t- why are you saying Nevada? Vegas? The Nevada Raiders. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Let's call them the Nevada Raiders. I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm really going to try Nevada Raiders of the Washington professional team <laughs> canceled so stupid what, what's done. happening what's You're happening done. To our you had country? a nice run goodbye it's the dumbest thing ever um they couldn't come up with a real nickname no they're really they they this is really what they're gonna do is be the washington professional team it's so fucking stupid they could have but it's a nice it's an fu from dan snyder that's He's all just it is. such a dick <laughs> seahawks are in miami to play the dolphins Mm-hmm. I have the Seahawks favored by five. Oh, so you're going low on these. I said eight and a half, and it is seven. Oh, they're not screwing around with Russell Wilson anymore. They got to make him a touchdown against these garbage teams. That's, That's a teaser game. You think they blow that? I think Miami, that's another garbage time. Ooh. TD potential, right? Seattle, no pass rush, no secondary, and Fitz doing shit. Yeah, 10 maybe. days off. Yep. Ravens are at Washington. I had seven and a half for this one. You're like, this is going to knock you out here. I had 10. It's 13 and a half. No, so I'm, I'm just way off with some of these. Why are they doing this? They just don't want us teasing anymore? I just think they're like, Look, there's just certain teams everybody's betting. I mean, all these money line favorites are just keep winning, so they can't. They have to make it somewhat uh, difficult, right? But everyone's betting Baltimore. Everyone's betting Kansas City. Everyone's betting Seattle. That's why they, these are a touchdown or two touchdowns in Baltimore's case. Thirteen and a half. Who's winning right now between you and me? All right, one, two, three, four. I think I have the lead now. Five, three, six to five. Me. Okay, I like this. I'm gonna win this one. Cardinals at Carolina. Mm-hmm. Carolina, pretty frisky. Yeah. I have the Cardinals by three. You did win that one. I said two. It is four. Oh. Which I think is a little bit high. Uh, two gloves is all right. He's all right. I have an announcement. You got Davis in the backfield. I, you got some guys you can throw to for like 50 yards each. What's your announcement? I know you were at a... I know you were at a big zoom at the Trubisky truthers deciding sure. to uh, disband the club. Mm-hmm. I was on a zoom before the Ewing theory, trying to figure out if Christian McCaffrey was eligible. Oh, and the answer is yes. Why would the he fuck be? is that guy ever won? Wait, wait, what does he want? <laughs> does he want anything? <laughs> a couple fantasy leagues. That's about it. Well, I think Everyone's like, oh, McCaffrey's game. out. What are the Panthers? And it's like, yo, guess what? They won. They were fun. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Welcome aboard. Christian McCaffrey. Interesting. Remember the Ewing theory. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, want to know without you. Turns out you weren't that valuable. Yeah, don't worry, Christian. <laughs> Kyla Murray runs all over your team. You'll be you'll be missed again. You know what we were talking about on the Ewing Theory phone call? Mm-hmm. When the the season when Mike Trout gets injured, how glorious that's going to be when the Angels go like yeah. 90, 90 and 62 in, the, in the, all the games he didn't play oh, or whatever. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait for that. How about just this year? Seven-time went- MVP, Mike Trout. 33 teams made the playoffs and Trout's not in and Bryce Harper's not in. Like, <laughs> so stupid. Poor and the Red Sox aren't in with their $240 yeah. million payroll. Uh, the Rams are home mm-hmm. playing the Giants. I actually did go high for this one. I went Rams 12. Oh, 
I said 10, it was 11 and a half. Oh, six, seven, two. Now you have the lead. How'd that happen? Seven, six. Um, anyway, any possible way the Giants win this? No. Can I say something to you right now? Giants, Ravens. Yeah. I don't normally recommend the three-team 10-point teases. Um, that's what I'm looking at. The Colts-Jets game was sitting there for everybody to just tease them yeah. with whoever. And I might have done it. Mm-hmm. Rams, Giants. I don't see any conceivable way the Giants come to LA into that fancy, awesome stadium and beat the Rams. It's not happening. You can't. No, it's not happening. So we have 10 free points with the Rams to apply to two other games. Mm -hmm. It'd be wonderful. The Poop Fecta. Two games. Two really good Poop Fecta games. First one, four weeks ago, you wouldn't have expected to see the Poop Fecta. Texans home for the Vikings. All right. I hit this exactly, so try to match me. I Texans three and a half. Should have said four. Two zero and threes. Oh man, maybe take Minnesota here. I don't know. Why do I like the Vikings? I'm staying away from that one. Yeah, maybe it's, it might not be bad. It's a loser that is a mirror time. image game, though. Mm-hmm. It really is. So if they go own four, does the Houston owner say, "What the fuck? We traded all of our first round picks, and what are we doing?" And Hopkins and Bill O'Brien, can you just pack up your stuff? Well, this this game doesn't count, but no one's schedule was loaded like like Houston's, right? Okay, they play they play. I think that's the right the Ravens and the yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah, Bengals home for the Jaguars. Mm. Jaguars Minshew, who had a lot of momentum after the first two weeks, and then last week he lost Chark, mm-hmm. and just looked like a complete. He just completely fell apart. I don't know what happened to him. So I don't know what to expect from him this week. And then uh, the Bengals. I just love Joe Burrow. I have no idea if he's going to make it through the season. But at least we know they can throw the ball. I have the Bengals by three over the Jaguars. All right. You deserve this one because I thought about it for a minute and I threw my hands in the air. I'm like, are they really going to make Burrow the favorite? Jacksonville at least has a win. Minshew, more experienced, albeit falling apart. You hit it exactly. It's three. I think the Bengals are not frisky, but, you know, they don't suck, right? Yeah. They can at least move the ball. They can make some plays. They seem relatively well coached. They're not like a disaster. This is similar to Jacksonville, Miami, though, like where Jacksonville gave three and on Thursday night and everyone's like, oh, yeah, no, Minshew Mania, it's fun. And then like, no, they don't deserve to be favored. I don't know. That might be the same thing here. With these neutral field games, maybe it just makes sense. Yeah. To always take the underdog with two shitty teams. Why mm-hmm. not take the points? Right. Sunday night, 49ers Eagles. This game looked a lot better a month ago. Can I even come back? Oh, yeah. I guess wait. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, two, three, eight to seven. Okay. Go ahead. I had a terrible, I bad pick here. What do you At think? 49ers by three and a half. Oh, all right. We tie. It's six. Six. They don't even care who's quarterback. Jimmy G might come back, might not. The Eagles are now. Bottom of the barrel club. Wow. What a fall. And they two years left on their grace period for the title. Just like that. Yeah. Two years or one year? What well, well, I don't know. What do you give them? Five? Yeah, five years. How many years ago they win the Super Bowl? One, you should two, remember. Three. I can't remember. I don't know. I blocked it out of my mind. That line's too high. Why are the 49ers favored by that many points over anybody? I don't want to say they showed me something today, but I mean you you couldn't dismantle a team worse than they did the Giants today. 
Um, I guess, but if like a non-Giants Jets team, yeah, I don't know. The Eagles, the, the Eagles aren't bad. Like they have a they're good not? pass rush. Mm. I don't know. Wentz can make plays occasionally. I, I wouldn't say they're a bad team. Would you? No, nah, he's he is, he's another one that's just crumbling in the pocket. They don't seem to be able to protect him. Lane Johnson's in, but he's hurt or whatever. They're however they do it. Uh, this is this might have been the perfect game for Mullins. I don't even know if he's going to be in, but over three hundred yards. He got kind of. It doesn't really matter who they put back there at, at running back. There's just so much pre-snap right. motion and everything. Screw you up. Monday night Packers Falcons. Well, I need this to tie. I need, I need to win this to tie. Right, six, nine, three. Yes, I'm gonna do it. Packers are home. Mm-hmm. The Falcons may or may not have a new coach. <laughs> Packers look great tonight, and I'm gonna say the Packers by seven points. Damn it! I said seven also. So that means I can't pass you. It's six and a half. Mm. I think they wait till after this game to fire him. Or is that really? is that hard to fire someone after a Monday night to bring a new coach in? I don't know if that's. I don't know if you do that. Um, I don't think you can come back from those two games. Oh no! You know I know. I just no. I mean, I like that. You can't. You have to go. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a handshake. It's a thank you. Keep in touch. No, it's not you. It's us. You right. do all of it, but you have to go. Oh, I'm those, with are, you. those are two of the worst losses in a while, in the last like four or five years. And they happen in back-to-back weeks. Yeah. You have to go. And it's not even the team's worst loss, which he also was around. <laughs> which, <laughs> other than that, he should stay. Yeah. Good guy, small guy. <laughs> uh, all, right, all right, you win so, again. Damn it. Did you win every week or did we tie one? I've won every week. Oh, you're 4-0. Here's the thing, though. You ah. beat me in fantasy, though. Oh, right, right. That's more important. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, we, we had, I would say, the two best teams. I'm not losing that league. The my the the take my ball and go home league, as I call it. That's what you did. <laughs> you took your ball. But, uh, yeah, I'm not losing. Josh First Adam, of all, Aaron that's Rogers. not what happened. I wanted to start that league, <laughs> and you, you were supposed to be excited about it. I did all the work, and then I'm a dick. I am excited about it. Who's the dick? No, I'm the dick. Hench and I are the dicks for joining, apparently. <laughs> Is that true? Oh, yeah. We get a lot of shit. Your but- team had Rodgers, Jacobs, Kamara, Beckham, Lockett, Claypool did nothing. Yeah. Allie Cox, who you picked up today. Beautiful. Somehow made the difference. Gonzalez and the Eagles. And I had Kyler, both Browns running backs. Godwin, Hopkins, Smith-Schuster, Hawkinson, Koo, and the Bucks defense. And I put up 141.5 points and lost. Who killed you? Koo, I know Koo, Koo missed a field goal, but he did all right otherwise, right? Yeah, I had a good week. Everybody was good. Kyler could have been a tiny bit better. I guess he had three picks. And in yeah. our league, interceptions actually uh, are minus two, I think. I didn't even know until halfway through the uh, game that I was playing you. I was like, oh, who's Swedish meatballs? Like we really, <laughs> I named my team Grease too because I was sick of th- sink, thinking of anything. And uh, someone brought up Grease too in my house. I'm like, all right, that's it. That's the name of my team. But why Swedish Meatball? Are those your favorite? Because the Ringer got bought by a company based in Sweden. Oh yeah, so I just I threw some sweet. Wanted to do something <laughs> Swedish. Does that really? Does that burn off deliverables for you by naming it a Swedish Meatball? <laughs> 
<laughs> I think it triggered a bonus. There you go. Uh, all right, it's time for Parent Corner, brought to you by CarMax. Experience car shopping your way at CarMax. Thanks to our friends at CarMax, there's more ways than ever to shop, test drive, and buy a great used car. Buy online at CarMax.com. Have your dream car delivered or start online and pick it up with CarMax curbside. Oh, yeah. And if you're an in-person kind of person, the friendly folks at your local CarMax are ready to help you shop, test drive, and buy the perfect car for you. It is car shopping your way at CarMax. Buy online or at a CarMax near you today. All right, Sal, you're on the clock. All right. I don't have anything great this week because if you have something great every week, it's, you're just making stuff up, right? But this is uh, two things. Um, my 15-year-old uh, my asked me today, and you know how it is with the screens in the morning, Bill. There's eight games. I thought there was 10 today, but there's, there's eight in the early morning. So I have to do the eight, the channel 702 on DirecTV. I got the eight games up on the bigger screen, and that that's all we do. And my 15-year-old's like, hey, I'm in the fantasy, I'm in the finals of my fantasy baseball league. Um, I have the pitcher, I think his name is Singer for Kansas City. He's going against the Tigers. Can we get Brady that Singer. screen? Yeah. He's like, can we get that screen? Can we put that up? I was like, no fucking way we're gonna put that up. <laughs> I would rather give you the keys to my car and say you drive to San Francisco than you get a screen one of our screens. You know how precious those screen time is? It's like legitimately mad. Just like, watch in your iPad. Yeah, he's like, I'm down three points. I just want to I'm like, I'm not watching a meaningless baseball game. I think the Tigers won like 22 games this year. I can't fit it in there. I'm sorry. I just I can't. I'm a doctor that's not taking any more patients. I just can't do it. So he was bummed at me. And he lost his fantasy title. And, and he should have for asking me that. Um, the other thing is my 12-year-old roots for the Pittsburgh Steelers for no reason. For no Just to be a dick, reason, right? It's just like, it's like absolutely a to be a dick, right. And he, I, But initially, he's also, oh man, he's so weird. He also is obsessed with Heinz ketchup. And so when he made the connection between Heinz ketchup and Heinz Field, he cuts out all these paper things for Heinz ketchup. And we have a Heinz ketchup like factory kind of whole thing in his room. So now he's Big Ben and J James Washington, and he knows all these players. And, you know, he's screaming at the television. Like, just, uh, and I was like, and then I'm thinking, well, why, why is his love for Heinz ketchup any different than what the way I became a Cowboys fan? Cause my father bought me a jacket when he was on a business trip right. in Dallas. So I'm just going to let it go. I don't know. But yeah, he's just being a dick. I can't believe your son asked for a screen. I know. Right. That's so how bad. violating. Yeah. Just I've, put the game on an iPad. It's a fucking baseball game. Well, first of all, I think he should have to go through my assistant to uh, ask that question. I don't, I don't have an assistant, but that seems like something I shouldn't have to uh, deal with face to face. Right. It was a, uh, yeah, but yeah, it's a we good got reason to get an assistant. Tigers Royals. Come on. Most anachromatic last day of the baseball season of all time. Do you know there's eight Wednesday playoff games? <laughs> I heard. And, uh, and game one of the finals. <laughs> uh, game one of the finals is right. And the, Oh, uh, debates are Tuesday. Debates Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't. I, I did that did we? What's the line for Trump Biden right now? Uh, Biden 135. That was before the, all the tax stuff. But. You think the tax stuff made it made no. Biden more of a favorite? I don't think so. Actually, it'll be more fodder for the debate, but not, none of this stuff ever matters, right? Is there a money line for Trump won't leave? Um. No, I haven't seen it. We should look for that. That'd be what, an interesting bet. What does that mean? Don't leave. Like eventually he has to leave, right? 
just initially won't leave? Does he? <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> all right, Bill. Bill Maher does this Bill whole Mar thing Simpson. about how Trump's not going to leave. And it's kind of like, all right, well, yeah, what if he just was like, I'm not leaving? I watch Maher. Like, it's time I, to I, leave I, the White House. And he's like, no, I'm not going. I want him to be wrong about that. But he's had like so many people tell him like, no, if he loses, the they'll bring the U.S. Marshals in and it'll be a big deal. Like, you know, they'll, they have to take him out. But who, uh, again, there also aren't any rules, so it doesn't really matter. My parent corner, my son, who's, um, <laughs> he, he's, he sneak eats sometimes late yeah. at night and we've been trying to get him to stop. Cause now he's like going to be 13. It's like, this mm -hmm. is right around the time. Maybe don't do that. Like, mm -hmm. who knows? Um, so last night my wife went downstairs cause she forgot her charger and it was like 15 minutes after we uh, had been like, all right, good night, go to bed. And he's playing video games downstairs and he mm -hmm. has like a video game curfew. So she goes down and she's like, what's that smell? Oh, and no, more smells? Yeah, it was it was a food <laughs> smell. Uh, she's like, what's that smell? It smells like meatballs because we had gotten Italian food last night. Mm -hmm. Goes over and he's playing video game and he's got a blanket. He's got a blanket over him. And he's like, what smell? What? She's like, I smell meatballs. Are you having meatballs? <laughs> he's like, no. So she goes over pulls up the blanket, knocks over the Diet Coke that he's having at 12.30 oh, no. at night, goes everywhere, and the meatballs with the sauce that he had hiding under the blanket gets all over the blanket. <laughs> and he was having a Diet Coke and spaghetti and meatballs and playing NBA 2K with his headset on with some guy who lives in San Francisco. Oh, that was wow. what he had going last night. What a life. So my wife, all of a sudden, I just heard screaming, and blah, blah, you're done, <laughs> you're done. You're done. Just like, like you know, when they, when they get they their voice that's at triple right. octave high, right, right, and right. Uh, so that game fell apart. Spaghetti meatballs, the blanket had to be washed, and <laughs> there's all these sneak eating thing. But he's doing this new thing where he's like lying to us about stuff. Is that a new but thing? Like, I feel like that was 14 paracorns. But ago. it's it's more brazen now because we uh -huh. found out like in his class, like he he was in this art class that he claimed he thought was uh was like you know, his choice, whether to be in the class or not, uh -huh. but it actually turned out it was a real class. And they emailed us like, Hey, Ben hasn't been in the art zoom in a week and a half. Oh. And he's like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize. I thought it was my choice whether I wanted to be in there or not. And it's like a real <laughs> class. So it's like, he's turning into Tommy Flanagan. The, what was that? John Lovett's character. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, I thought the art <laughs> class was optional. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he's just a bad liar, but now he's old and it's, and now, now it's like, all right, is this just, how do we shake you out of this? Well, I don't know if there's an intern who could check, but I think he's been, he's been the subject of 18 parent corners in a row. I feel like I try to spread it out, but I don't know. Maybe no, a there's little, a reason maybe, for that. Maybe a little hard. You, oh, you really? don't have a, but you don't have a daughter. Uh, I don't think I do. Yeah, you're right. You, you definitely don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's she's saying too, she's saying no. She's saying she she you can't. I'm have just it. afraid of her. I don't I don't <laughs> want to piss her off. Ben doesn't care. Uh, like my Kyle, dad was here. Kyle, my dad he be, was here. He shouldn't he be afraid of Ben too? No. <laughs> no. No. All right. My dad was here and he was like, Ben, about your dad on parent corner, making fun of your hygiene last oh, week. No. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You can say what he wants. <laughs> All right, that's good. Well, that's good at least. But uh, I yeah, do but, feel bad for him. You're making fun of his smell. Oh, he smells. And then you're like, oh, what's I smell meatballs. Like he can't win with any of the smells. He's trying to mask his body <laughs> smells. Smell odorous. And eat his mother's meatballs and he's getting shit for it. <laughs>
putting a blanket over the meatballs turns out to be a bad idea. <laughs> like a magician. Yeah, yeah. It's just it turns out the blanket actually touches the sauce right. of the meatballs, and and that works. Out what better. did the guy in San Francisco think of all this uh, screaming and carrying on? <laughs> we, they, allegedly, this guy's thirteen, but he might be forty-eight oh, for see. all we know. Oh, that's yeah. not too bad then. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I was filming, I'm in that game, two uh, K, mm -hmm. NBA two K. Oh yeah, I did right. some announcing for it, so I had to, I had to kind of film record the announcing this week. Um, How many hours is, like this, is that? It's like a three-hour session. That's it? That's pretty and good. And I was like, I was like, Ben, don't come back, all right? Don't come back there because, you know, it's mm -hmm. intense. And then he was like, I could just see him outside the door like, looking in, so I waved him in. And he came in, he listened to me do like these fake announcing for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Has never been more impressed with me ever. And really? Like, the single most go. impressed he's ever been by anything I've done is me announcing 2k nice Being like oh what are you put a duck by Yannis <laughs> and then me like rambling about whatever you couldn't um, let so him you couldn't you couldn't let him do like a fart noise for like a missed free throw or something <laughs> no <laughs> I did I tried to work him into at least one of my rambles yeah, but yeah. so anyway I finally impressed him so that was great nice all right that was Parent Corner brought to you by CarMax experience car shopping your way by online or at a CarMax near you today all right, so what do you got to plug? Uh, Extra Points Podcast, Extra Points Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We have Against All Odds is on the Extra Points Podcast Network. Download, subscribe, rate, all that stuff. Uh, Fox Bet Live, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on FS1. And I have a book out for uh, pre-orders. You can't lose them all. By the way, you're going to write a blurb for it? Can I get that from you? Oh, I can get a blurb from you. Okay, good. Who else Please. should I get to write a blurb? Knoxville, Romo, and Chippy. That's what I'm thinking. Is it and Chippy? Yeah. You write one goddamn thing about me. Yeah, she, I, she could be fun about it. Yeah, is Aniston in play or no? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a tough ask. <laughs> I wrote a book about I didn't understand gambling. any of these stories, but I loved it. <laughs> All right, you maybe Aniston, maybe Dax. Dax is like a megastar now. Maybe oh yeah, right. Something. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, Dax would be a good one. All right, I'll think well, about it. What are you gonna say? Now say it now, and then I'll just record it, and then that'll be that. Won't have to send an email. I want to put real time in. <laughs> All right, good times. <laughs> uh, Sal, as always, good job by you. Good job by you, buddy.